0: it's the Utah Royals FC show episode 97 kind of wild kind of crazy we are a 5 days away from the NWSL Challenge Cup and we're going to chat all about that and all the news surrounding that but with me today is Lucas Mueller and Virtual Leonard hey guys hello how are you <laughs>
1: Hello? Sorry,
2: Lucas.
0: For
1: reason, I just thought you were going we to We haven't done this with three people in a while.
0: This might be um, our show.
1: I, I'm i good. I am stoked to have Virtua back on because it's been at least four or five years, it seems like. Mm, mm. Dude, how are you? I'm good.
2: I'm alive. It was a semester from hell couple semesters from help, but I have <laughs> graduated college and I am now on to adult living, I guess, and things are clearing out and have time to have more time to, to talk some footy. So yeah, yeah, things are great.
1: Must be nice entering, you know, entering into adulthood, the workforce at such a calm time in the world.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I was super lucky that I had a job lined up upon graduation, but. There are so many people in my graduating class, and it's just like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? You know, yeah. people are just sort of stranded on a coronavirus island of just uncertainty. It's it's really, really awful for a lot of folks. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, well, good to have you back. It's good. Like Lucas said, it's been a while since there's been three of us. So bear with us if, you know, we're talking over each other or we cut each other off or.
1: Or something else. Just kidding. Yeah.
0: And somebody just <laughs> leaves right in the middle because we can't agree on things, um, <laughs> which I'm trying to think. I'm like, I think we all like each other enough and respect each other to put up with the interruptions. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, you know, we woke up this morning, Monday. I woke up and I was like, Oh. We get to play some soccer soon. Well, not me personally, but, you know. The NWSL is going to start with a Challenge Cup, and that's happening in Utah, and teams are flying out on Wednesday, and things are rolling. Uh, We did learn last week that there was somebody in the NWSL who tested positive for COVID-19, which I think, you know, I think... Every sports league that has opened up has had a case, if I'm not wrong. I believe Premier League had one. Guys, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm.
2: They had a couple. Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay, so I mean, it's I mean, remember how the NBA just shut down because you know some players tested positive back in March, and so I Go think to it jazz. was.
1: <laughs> Come on, you Jazzes.
0: <laughs> so I think it was inevitable. Um, Just because human nature, um, this virus is out there. It's very real. We all know that. But today, we learned that there was not one player, but actually a few players, six players from the Orlando Pride and four staff members, therefore resulting in Orlando pulling out of the NWSL Challenge Cup. That's, guys,
1: reactions? That's wild. I mean, that... Ten pla- ten people from your organization, six of whom are players, is devastating like team, you know obviously when you have you know that size roster losing six right before a tournament is makes playing unsustainable but i I don't think anything like this has happened with any other league trying to return to you know to playing, yeah, yeah
2: i'm I'm with you. We're sort of right on the cusp of something that's kind of revolutionary in the United States, given the time, just given how many cases we have and how poorly contained it is compared to some European countries, it's really promising. And so it's just kind of a a shot in the back to have this happen. It's it's really disappointing, and a, especially the nature of how it spread, you know, some rookie or younger players going to a bar. It's just incredibly disappointing and frustrating.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that is a really fascinating point. Um I know Meg Linehan, uh, the athletic was reporting that. How do we, it, it, does she just have non- anonymous sources like saying that that's what happened, that it was rookie players?
2: I guess so. I'm I'm assuming so. I'm sure that she has sources everywhere and someone in yeah. the organization leaked. You know, mm-hmm, people yeah. talk, especially if you have six people who have it. And if it wasn't spread through training, mm-hmm. then you probably had, I mean, this is just an assertion, but you may have had a, gr- a group of housemates just go out and party and then they all brought it home and then it it spread. Or maybe it's just confined to those who went out that went out together. But yeah, it was it plural so several clubs and uh yeah several clubs and bars
1: yeah Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. stupid such a stupid stupid thing to do right now like and uh, yeah it's stupid for players to do that It's stupid for anyone to do that but it's also so frustrating that you know they were following florida's guidelines and Mm -hmm. the guidelines and you know from the state of florida allowed this to happen like i'm sure those players were disobeying club rules that's kind of a different thing um but man like i don't know i just feel like our country as a whole needs to start taking this a little bit more seriously because rather than you know have a really tough like month or two where everyone's like locked down we're now just dragging it out and dragging it out and it's continuing Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Yeah, and I think I get it. People are, you know, tired. People want to get back to normal. And I think one thing, even for myself, where I keep reminding myself, I'm like, you know, this isn't going to last forever. We are hopeful that the scientific community is working, you know, on a vaccine and we just gotta, we just gotta survive these next few months. It um, make, it means making some sacrifices. Um, you know, putting your life on hold, do whatever you gotta do. Um, and especially when there's so much, especially when there's so much on the line, where teams are so excited to get back to playing. Um, you know, it'd be like somebody. I, I don't know. I just, it's obvious that, I think we were expecting. Players, you know, there was a talk of, like, so many players are going to leave, not going to play. But there's actually a lot of excitement, and these players want to play. And so for, like, a few individuals to affect, make decisions that are going to affect your whole entire team, I'm sure they feel like dumbasses now. But um, I think, yeah, I I think it's just if people are not thinking about the consequences of their actions during a pandemic – it's just, it's so selfish. And then it goes from like, you know, going to a bar or not wearing a mask. I mean, how hard is it to wear a mask? It's just, I don't get it. And did you guys see the tweet from Sydney LaRue? I
2: Dwight.
0: did. Yeah. That's like heartbreaking stuff. Like, so excited. And, you know, the decision of a few just ruined the whole tournament for them, which may be like, the only NWL play we may see this year. So,
1: yeah, can I read that tweet? I just yeah, it's really powerful. So, Sydney Leroux, uh said, "I'm heartbroken. The majority of our team and staff worked our asses off to put us in the best position to play the games we love, the game we love again. Mm. Not just for ourselves, but for our families, friends, family, and our city. Good luck yeah. to the teams going to Utah. We wish we were there with you. Stay safe." Yeah, I mean, I bet if you are a player on that team who did not go to a bar, you have to be so irate.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any other option other than to cut the ringleader if a ringleader can be identified. You know, like somebody's going to get waived or someone's going to go for a really, really hard tackle the next practice. <laughs> Yeah. I
0: mean I don't think they can practice for the next 2
2: weeks. Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess not. Well, the timing of
1: this makes it so hard because you know, it's we're less than a week out from the tournament starting on Saturday. Um is that right? This Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This Saturday. Should should really know that. Um <laughs> I applied to photograph it. We'll see if that happens. Um uh but, yeah, there's no time to recover. There's no time. You can't, you know, isolate for two weeks and see if everyone else but those six players is, you know, are healthy enough to leave. Don't come back mm-hmm. with a positive result. Like, they've all been exposed. Mm-hmm. There's not enough time to, you know, quarantine and then get back out there. It's just mm. like that's the only choice they had was to pull out. And that is just awful.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially the week of, you know, your prepping. and
1: Yeah, I sure. thought they would be in Utah by now.
0: Yeah, me too. That's what I thought. Um, I thought they were going to get there at least a couple of weeks early. Um, it's surprising. Yeah, surprising they haven't. Especially because I did hear, like, teams that were hit pretty hard, like the regions, like New Jersey, New, New York area, Chicago, Seattle, they were supposed to be here sooner, so I'm not, I'm not sure. I,
2: I think I saw a tweet don't mark my words on this, I think it was the Meg and and uh, the comment was, I guess they had tried to get in earlier but the league delayed it and like didn't want teams coming in until Wednesday.
1: Oh my gosh that's stupid I mean, yeah. they probably have reasons I, I you know, former Co-host RJ tweeted, uh, the league should have made all teams report to Utah on May 1st, not them, not let them leave the compound into the end of the tournament. Um, and that, that would have been like a game changer if everyone had been here, had had plenty of time to mm-hmm. you know, kind of be isolated and there's plenty of space to train in Harriman. Um, it could have been done. It would have been expensive. But now we're in a situation of we have a group stage that starts on Saturday. Eight teams, ad- eight teams advance, and there are now eight teams playing. It's not great.
0: <laughs> so everyone makes it. You make the cup. You make the tournament. You make the checkout.
1: Yeah. Everyone gets a, a a trophy that says the <laughs> just <a hard laughs> Well, it's
2: got to be really stressful because you have to reschedule a ton of games, and you know a maybe lot. change some facilities and accommodations. I'm sure it's just not a a good situation logistics wise. Yeah. I mean Yeah,
1: you would hope that they had contingency plans of if something like this happened, but honestly, I don't know if the staff numbers are there to be able to like plan for those kind of details of the league.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's wild and now the league the league is scrambling and um, teams are scrambling. I mean, I believe the first opponent for Orlando Pride was the Chicago Red Stars. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of shuffling. Um, and with that, we were supposed to get news today of rosters. I believe rosters were due yesterday, and so today was going to be the big announcements. And so that's been scrapped because, you know, they got to take care of a few things. But at the same time, I'm like, I can see Orlando not releasing their roster, obviously, but um, I don't know. Do they expect more players to exit due to what's going on? I'm sure those are very fun meetings right now.
2: Um, I'm sure yeah. it's going to affect somebody.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, what's her name? She were at the national team. Uh, oh, where? Carly Lloyd. No, she wrote the the book, the national team.
2: Oh, um,
0: oh.
1: <laughs> I'm blanking on her Ka- name right Caitlin now. Caitlin Murray. Caitlin Murray, um, said that you know from the sense she's getting from players is they're viewing this as sort of like an Orlando, Florida problem, not a league wide problem, mm-hmm. which I think is probably a decent point. Um, you know, Amy Rodriguez or no, um. Rachel Corsi like told me that um, she really believes in the protocols and they feel really safe and that there's a really good system and structure in place to keep players and staff healthy and isolated um, during this tournament. And um, it seems like they do have a good setup. They have thought things through really well. Mm. And so hopefully this is a problem that, you know, is really isolated to one team and is not mm-hmm. something that jeopardizes the rest of the tournament the rest of the league mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah and so that that's like the main thing that it is an isolated incident i mean we have not heard of any other team within the league of 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 positive test. it's concentrated on one team where the cases are rising significantly. I believe Florida is now the fifth state to uh, record over a hundred thousand cases or reach that number. Um, Well, Florida is also like
2: they're running out of ICU beds. I read. So it's not just cases like it's incredibly, incredibly Mm -hmm. dangerous and risky there at this point. Exactly.
0: So it, you know, yeah um if you do live in that state you have to live with the with extreme caution because mm-hmm. you just don't know um and obviously there was they didn't, you know these certain players did not get the memo and now your whole team is out of the challenge cup um and obviously you still want the best for them for recovery um i believe they're all asymptomatic cases
1: Yeah, that's what they reported.
0: Yeah. so That's really good. That is good. Um, Asymptomatic cases do have, uh, obviously, a recovery rate because they don't ever experience anything. Um, And so that's the good news on that end. But at the same time, who else was, you know, infected? And what's, you know, just because somebody's asymptomatic – doesn't mean the next person's gonna be, you know, because there's mm-hmm. so much unknown. But yeah. We'll keep following that for sure. Um so far that is the only team that has reported cases. And I believe players, all players will be tested when they arrive in Utah. So hopefully that's the last and this is a wake-up call for the league this is a wake-up call for other teams for individuals that um COVID don't care and nobody is safe from this virus and it can spread and that is what we're trying to stop yeah. so, um so this is actually um with the whole uh, Challenge Cup schedule that we just talked about. So it looks like, and this is according to Meg Linehan, she says there's going to be a call tomorrow between with the players to discuss the changes to the Challenge Cup schedule. It looks like the preliminary round will now be three games for each team, two groups of four teams. So uh,
2: Wasn't it four games before? Yeah. Oh, I hate that. I want to see some footy. Hmm. But the good news it's is It's going that-
1: to be a lot of soccer though, still in a short period of time. <sighs> That's
2: true. I want to see more Royals-specific footy, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, maybe we won't have to play that dreaded North Carolina team. Maybe.
2: Maybe so. Yeah. Hopefully really
1: so. What is really interesting to me in all of this is the only team that I think had a tougher schedule than Utah was Orlando – and that might mean things are shaken up enough to where Utah could have an easier schedule. Hmm. The other side of that is if eight teams advance, does it matter?
0: Yeah. Of course Like, it does. that's
1: what I'm so curious about is what are they going to, like, what are they doing now? Because there's, there's really no incentive to do well if it's still like mm-hmm. eight teams go to the knockout stage, but surely they they're not going to change it to be, oh, only six teams do or something.
2: I mean, maybe you just play for seeding, So it's like one plays eight, two plays seven, three plays six, mm. sort of like basketball playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know how
1: those work. Honestly, oh. <laughs> uh, that means nothing to me.
2: <laughs> so you have the team with the best record or like the yeah, best I mean, goals was- against play. In terms yeah. of the knockouts, the
1: way you explained it did make sense. I just I have, I have no idea how the NBA playoffs work. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. No, I'm not, I'm not really a basketball guy. It's funny. Like I'll listen to the Equalizer podcast, and uh, oh gosh, I'm blanking his name, but the main guy who hosts it, like, is Damn. obviously a sports guy, and will reference um, like the Yankees or NFL, and at that moment, I'm like. I feel lost and I'm sure there are a lot of WOSO fans who don't care about anything else, but what soccer. Um, <laughs> so not, probably not the best analogy. No, probably
2: not. Tangent, but do you want to hear something fun?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So I did not care about soccer growing up, like from, cause it was, you know, obviously being Dutch, it was sort of a family thing and, I just didn't care about it until I was like 13 or 14 and I religiously followed basketball. I played basketball. I never played soccer. And now I I don't care about basketball at all. It's it's kind of funny how that how that flipped. That's
0: kind of funny. Yeah. Funny. Um Yeah. But now we're in soccer. On soccer. Good thing we all love soccer.
1: Um, People, you know, people have enough time to change their, turn their lives around and get into soccer and get away from mm -hmm. basketball.
0: There's always Mm -hmm. hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for
2: sure. I was saved. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Um, (laughs) All right. So speaking of the Challenge Cup, and uh, that is what we are talking about. so, the league released the Challenge Cup rules and regulations. Um, I don't think that will change with Orlando dropping out.
2: Right? No, I don't think so.
1: Hmm. The, yeah, I don't think the rules change at all. That, like, 90 see. minutes in extra time, straight to PKs, mm-hmm. if if it's tied, that kind of thing in the knockout stage.
0: That's true. No, they won't yeah. change. All right. So basically, we have the preliminary rounds. It used to be four matches, but now it's three. Um,
1: allegedly three.
0: <laughs> allegedly, according to one source. The best you know, if, source.
1: If we learn it, learned anything from pre-Orlando today, it's that don't report things as if they're done when they're not done deals. Mm. We'll get to that later.
2: <laughs> but
1: you know i'm sure three games is probably what's being proposed but you know it's, b- b- it's not official yet
0: it's not official yet um so yeah and then we get the two knockout stages and the final um we're assuming all eight teams are going to advance so maybe it becomes more like a pride type of thing <laughs> um where you really just want to be the best, and you want to be number eight, because maybe number eight will face number one. That's usually how it works, right?
2: hmm Yeah. So, yeah. You know, with the way things are going, because I think it's pretty clear that if this tournament happens, once the tournament's over, there's not going to be a season. Like, yeah. This will just be it. I think it'd be really nice if they just turn it into like a round robin type of scenario where every team plays every team. So you'd have, what would that make it? I guess um, mm. six games, seven games. I'm bad at math. Me too. But, but you just do like six or seven games. Everybody plays everybody. And then you just like break to a semifinal or something.
0: Mm. Yeah, Maybe.
2: I don't think it'll happen, but I knew it would make me happier as a soccer Mm -hmm. fan. Mm
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's pretty likely that um, this is it for the year. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's just, there are so many unknowns. I'm sure the league is talking about scenarios of what could happen next, but it'd be kind of wild that this is all we had. Mm -hmm. And Orlando, who is an active team in the league, just, didn't play for their season, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there will definitely be some adjustment or changing to this, but um, yeah. So I don't. I don't even. Well, I guess tiebreakers could be still used. I think I'm just counting it as it's over. It's the end of the world. One team is out, but it's not. Um, so, if two or more teams are tied on points in the preliminary stage, teams, and then it just goes by team rankings, head to head, goal difference, greatest number of goals, and then red cards and yellow cards. So, well, that's interesting. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Yeah, and th- that's a format that's certainly been used in other competitions.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of wild that it would get to many yellow cards you have, how many red cards.
1: Yeah. I mean it kind of incentivizes clean play, which is sort of cool. yeah
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like that. It is true. And
1: I then, don't know if any team is gonna take that into account of like or like a player like I better not go in hard in case it comes you know, in case they get a yellow card mm-hmm. and it comes down to that being a tiebreaker.
2: hmm hmm
1: But I don't know, maybe the coaches will be like, gotta play clean.
0: hmm Maybe. Maybe. And I think the most... Okay, so the most interesting part of this Challenge Cup is actually there's no extra time at all. Not even in the knockout stages. It goes straight to PKs. What are you guys' thoughts on that?
2: I don't like it. And there's also no, um, like, extra time period, right? Like, at the end of each half? Or am I misunderstanding that? Yeah, no, no extra time. It
0: goes 90 minutes... Straight to PKs.
1: Well, there's not, so I know there's not like the additional 30, but is there like stoppage time? But there has to be, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I think that's just part of the game. And I think. Was that what
1: you were asking, Virtual?
2: Yeah, that's what I was asking. Uh, Sorry, I should have worded that better.
1: I, yeah. I like that there's not um, extra time. Um, and just to clarify, like that's the added half hour in knockout stage games yes. if teams are tied. So if you're two-two, for instance, and ninety minutes plus stoppage have ended, they add a you know two fifteen-minute periods um, as a tiebreaker, and then it goes to penalties, like traditionally. Um, I think in a world where players haven't played in a long time and are playing a lot of condensed games, this is better for the players' health. Mm-hmm. It's not as fun for the fans enjoyment, but like I know me personally, like I'm willing to make that sacrifice.
0: Yeah. And I wonder if I think um, the reason why there is no extra time for this is because there's so many games that are going to be played in that one month time. And it's so condensed um, that you just don't want to add to the it would just be hard to play. You know, what if your next knockout stages are and end up in ties? If you talk continues their streak of ties. Um you know, that's 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 hard. So definitely a factor had to be how condensed the schedule is and to avoid any extra play. Um mm-hmm. PKs were just that was the thing, which is I mean, when I was a kid, I used, and I used to play soccer in the park with my friends, we would, like, purposely tie so we could do PKs. So this will remind me of that a little bit. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, yeah. I think it'll be – I don't know. I think it'll be cool. It's like it has excitement. I think it, PKs are terrible. We know that. it's It stinks to lose to PKs. But at the same time, um, they're kind of exciting and they put you on edge and I don't know that's just me though
1: yeah it's definitely a different and like somewhat rare aspect of the game that is kind of wild and is probably a little unfair but is
0: mm-hmm.
1: just fascinating
0: yeah it's
1: cool I don't know I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm excited for the ride whatever it is
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm with mm-hmm. you there
0: Yeah, Yeah. so that's what we have with challenge rules. And then uh, we did, obviously, we were waiting, hoping that we'd have some kind of roster news, but... Oh, I I
1: reached out to the club about that. Um, So, yeah, I'm sorry. I am stepping your toes a little bit here, but um, Uh. they were supposed to be released today, which I'm sure is why you were saying. They weren't released (laughs) today. But I asked the club, and they said they expect tomorrow. Um, Yeah. That's what the Royal told me. Um, Not 100%. Like, it's sort of everything is now up in the air with this Orlando change. Um, But they expected them to come out tomorrow. Like, they're already submitted Mm -hmm. to the league. It's not like. Right. Like, I don't think there's any changing them at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. But maybe players can, you know. In the instance Mm -hmm. of players like, okay, whoa, now I don't feel safe. Um, I would think they could still back out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially because there, were, yeah, there's a lot of freedom to not play because of concerns. And um, so, yeah, like Lucas said, probably they're just put on hold with the developments of today. Um, and each team has a list of 22 to 28 players. That's a pretty big roster, but given the structure of the tournament, that makes sense. Um, yeah, and only the players that are on the list will be permitted to play in the tournament. Um, players can join their teams as long as they are included on the final roster submitted to the league on June 21st. So, my theory is there's a chance we may see Kristen Press. Probably not, but, you know, we can hope. Um, yeah, so even if Kristen Press is not to show up, she might change her mind later and be like, I want to play. I don't know.
2: That's nice. I doubt it, but she could show up
1: day of. No league would make an exception for her.
2: (laughs) Well, you know one of the one of the really cool things about what leagues around the world are doing, and this league included, is I've really enjoyed having five subs a game in three periods, and so I think that'll be fun to really see how deep we are as a team.
1: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a great opportunity to see more faces. hmm
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like we have sure. we have so many young, like, new players that we just have no idea if they're going to be good in the league. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is a pretty good chance to see what they can do.
2: It's true.
1: hmm
0: very true. Oh, you okay?
1: Yeah, I'm good. I just... Hit, hit my
2: knee. Thank you for oh, your concern though.
0: Okay, good, good.
2: We didn't want to lose you.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> anything else on challenge cup rules and regulations? I'm sure there'll be there'll be some adjustments a
2: little bit. Yeah. I, I feel like after today, there will probably be a couple players in the league that may have been on the fence. About whether they wanted to play or not. And I think after this. It's just kind of like okay. I'm going to sit out. Um, One question for you both. Before we transition. Mm -hmm. Do you think we'll end up playing a tournament? I think so. Um,
0: I think if. If it was more. If there were more teams. And there were more cases. Within teams themselves. um. I think that would change the story. Now, what happens when you get a positive case during the tournament? That's what I'm wondering most about.
2: Mm -hmm. I don't have... I have faith, but I don't have 100% faith that the tournament will actually be finished, which Mm -hmm. is kind of scary, because I think you really only need one player. But then again, like we were talking before the podcast, maybe it's good what happened today. Cause every coach is going to sit down their entire squad and be like, you do not want to be X player from, from Orlando who just ruins it for everyone. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a brutal lesson to learn, but I like, I think I'm pretty optimistic of, you know, I think that's probably a crappy thing that happened in Orlando to mm. Players that happen to be on a team, you know, players mm-hmm. who were not exercising caution, caution, weren't mm-hmm. um, being very smart, and then like had major, major consequences. Um, now, it sounds like the the structure they have um, once the tournament starts is pretty, pretty safe. If one player gets infected, like they have plans around how to deal with that, which is great. Mm-hmm. I think Orlando highlights, it's not going to be just one player. You know, if one person gets infected, like that to me will be more surprising than, Mm -hmm. oh, all of a sudden five players and three staff members or, you know, whatever random number from a single team all have it. And we're halfway through the group stage and now, you know, Washington spirit or whoever like can't continue Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like that. That seems like something they're trying to prepare for. But, you know, if it's that big of a number, that is that's a real game changer for what what this tournament looks like going forward.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So definitely at this point, it's don't make stupid mistakes. Follow the rules. Follow the guidelines. Um, you know, we don't want this to be the COVID cup. and. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you win the cup if you're the healthy team. I don't know. <laughs> Sad.
2: The That's team so dark. The, the team with uh the most amount of uninfected players takes home the trophy. Yeah. Or like if
1: that. it's the most, Orlando has already won.
2: Mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that feels mean. I felt bad for saying that.
0: <laughs> uh forgive us, but anyway. Um, it's funny. Kind of not. Okay, it's not funny. It's not funny. It's
2: funny well, they're not even going to get a participation trophy, so you can't even joke about that, you know? No. Yeah.
1: You they didn't show it. up. No trophy for them.
0: There should be a shame on you trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I think the players that did this are probably going to get enough shame.
0: I know. I, I feel bad at the same time. I'm like, really like you knew you know the concept you you know what could happen you know the risks. why would you
1: know yeah.
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and i i think it's important too to note that um well we're not going to name names on the show because i think that violates hipaa but yeah. um if you are itching to know follow the stance on twitter mm-hmm. it's everywhere
1: Mm. I don't think our podcast is held to HIPAA rules. <laughs>
2: uh, Are we not? Should we just no? Don't no say no. it. No. We're, we're definitely I not held to out. HIPAA
1: rules, having worked in a place where we were. But if people want to find out, they can, you know, do some digging.
0: Can you imagine getting Marta to call you and cussing you out in Brazilian and oh. Portuguese? I, can't I just got guess.
1: scared. Thinking about it.
0: <laughs> or Sydney LaRue.
2: Well, and- Ashlyn Harris is the one I'd be most afraid of, I think. Oh, I'd be scared of. Yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah, that team is like not a team you want to be in the bad side of.
0: Oh, no. Oh, my goodness.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So Oof. Jeff Kasuf says that. It was not an isolated event. Not sure what that means.
1: So like multiple people got infected multiple ways?
0: Yeah,
1: probably. That seems...
0: It's Florida, man. But
1: what's interesting is six players is a big group of players. Like surely six people are not dumb enough to all go out together. But there's also four staff members, which surely staff members are not going to go out and, like, Mm. party with players like that. Like, I've seen the Royals out and about. I've seen them at, like, a bar before. There weren't staff members. Is that true? Mm. Mm.
0: Maybe they're just really tight in Orlando. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it would be crazy if 10 people went out. and true. And, like, this is a good idea. And that's the interesting thing about them saying it wasn't spread at training. Like, my assumption is it's a group of, like, three or four Players went out and they got other people infected. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this is going to be, I feel like we're going to trace this more closely than like patient zero for all of COVID. Yeah. The yeah, stands are going to be all over it and they're going to figure this out.
0: The stands are saving the world. <laughs> they're going to have a vaccine ready. Um, oh, we will. Yeah. I think when you have that many people, 10 at least. It definitely is not related to just the bars. Probably there's a few situations and like you said, the stands
2: will break it down for us. Um, I just saw that the stands have pulled out and found Venmo receipts with the comment drinks.
1: Oh my goodness. (laughs) They're wild. (laughs)
2: Wow! Yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of a whole another level of uncomfortable, but it's really funny at the same time.
1: Uh, you should post that in the group chat because I want to see that.
2: I just did. Yes. Wow, that's
0: insane!
2: Wow.
0: Well, um, oh my goodness. <laughs> I.
2: Oh,
1: that's so stupid. Wow. 15 days ago. Interesting. Yeah. Drinks. Where are
0: you guys seeing this? Group chat. What group chat? On. The Uh, Guitar uh, Royals of show um, Slack. I see it now.
1: Yeah. Oh, Um, no.
0: Oh, no. So for
1: listeners who are wondering what is going on, Player A paid two different people. Uh, one for a flurry, one for drinks, spelled with an A. And then one player, player B played, paid player A, L <laughs> N heart, and then martini glass with a heart in it. So mistakes <sighs> were made.
0: <laughs> you had one job, one job stay home, stay in your training compound.
2: I, know. I I
1: do i do think about how hard it must be for like young people i sound a million years old my goodness <laughs> but like if you're that age and you're an extrovert like when i was in college like around that age i was like pretty borderline introvert extrovert and definitely more introverted than i used to be but i feel pretty content like being at home like i'm married so like i'm not totally alone um but if you're, like, young and want to go out and have fun, that's got to be a little rough.
2: Hmm. Yeah. However,
1: that is a real poor series of decisions.
0: Yeah, especially when... Yeah. Especially when there is... I mean, if you ruin Ashlyn Harris's life and Allie Krieger's life, you better rest assured that stands are on a mission to come after you Mm
1: -hmm. well someone made the point of like this could be marta's last year playing
2: yeah
1: um and then you went to a bar and now she retires without you know any Mm -hmm. fanfare without any games like that's that's rough
0: yeah that's really rough well, cool. yeah. all all the best to those players. Um, So they're out. <laughs> the whole team is out. Um, in other news, other players who are out, Um, Carly Lloyd with a minor knee injury. Tobin is that, is and, that what
1: was going on with Floyd? I, I couldn't remember exactly I what happened. I
0: think so. Yeah, because she was like, she was excited for this. Um, Carly Lloyd is a competitor and she will play. Yeah. Um, through pandemics, through hurricanes. Um, but carloy is out due to knee injury, uh, Tobin Heath, and Kristen Press. Likely. Um, Kristen Press for sure. If Kristen Press is out, Heath is out.
1: Um, Wait, have we heard anything about Press other than what the Trib reported?
2: No. Is that the I mean- only
1: source for that?
2: Well, she hasn't been in any... Yeah. Like any no, appearances?
1: She, she's not been in Utah like that. I know.
2: She ain't playing, man. Yeah, I don't think she's playing. She's and playing so no. from
1: that, we're just gonna assume also, mm-hmm. um, Tobin Heath is not playing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, it's mean- probably accurate.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: just mm-hmm. <laughs> going. <laughs> <laughs>
2: (laughs) The real sad thing is, though, is that if the L.A. expansion happens, which I briefly read an article that I guess it looks like that's happening sooner rather than later, you know, we may not see her again in our jersey. It's
1: true. Oh, my gosh. If. Yeah, if there's no. If Sauerbrunn is gone, press is gone. That's those are some big names. Mm
2: hmm. We yeah. stand Kelly O'Hara, I guess. yeah, I mean,
1: she might be my favorite of the three, so it's fine.
0: It's true. She showed up. She's my favorite. Um just gotta keep those he- healthy ankles,
1: and I think she is. you know, she's she's mm. protecting those ankles
0: good, good. Um, and then Megan Rapino. So those are the four. Uh, who are presumed. from the US presumed from the US national team who are out I heard at least five so there's one more out there not sure who the fifth one might be
1: Um, I know I mean this is no surprise having just had a baby but Alex Morgan was added to Orlando's 45 day like mm. injured list or something um, yeah but it was not assumed that she was gonna ever play in this
0: no, no, I
1: And that was not. before the Orlando news broke.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So, I guess we'll find out tomorrow, the whole list. Or maybe Kristen Press is just waiting until the final and she'll show up. And Utah will win the Challenge Cup and Press will be MVP. And COVID will be gone. And life will go back to normal.
1: That sounds great. I'm on yeah. board with that plan.
0: Yeah. I like it too. Um. Yeah. Um. All right. Shall we shift a little bit to the new kit, Lucas? The one were...
1: piece of the one piece of positive news that exists.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got we got to you know throw a positive slice of cheese in there.
2: Um. It's such a cool kit. Oh my gosh! It
1: is. I was a little nervous when it was described to me, uh, because someone who had seen it explained it to me and i was like like gold mountains and blue that sounds weird i don't know um like i loved the first home kit um and this to me looks fantastic uh i think the gold the gold mountains are great the gold striped on the side the the gold shorts like it still has a very utah royals like feel to it like it's not some major departure, in my opinion. Um, But yeah, it looks sharp. It's one of my favorite. I I think objectively speaking, it's one of my favorite kits in the league. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like the blue. I like the gold. At first, I thought it was like, oh, the mountains are just like
2: very there, but (laughs) now I like like them.
0: And I want one.
2: I just love that cobalt color. Mm. it's so clean and sharp looking Mm
1: -hmm. yeah whoever designed that should also design the rsl jerseys
2: yes (gasps) um thanks adidas Mm -hmm.
1: yeah Uh, we we did hear from um a former employee that the person who designed this kit or did a lot of work on it is like still furloughed mm. which is kind of frustrating yeah. Um yeah. So there there was a really big event for this, bigger than I've ever seen for a single team's like jersey release. Um mm-hmm. and it I would say was 95% like a marketing campaign for Soleil Energy and um a little bit of um Royal Title, which are basically two Deloitte Hansen owned companies. Ugh. Um in part owned by Deloitte Hansen that he, I, I don't, I don't know what, like, the, how it's an advantage for him to pay himself to advertise mm-hmm. on his own team. I guess it's companies he's trying to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, money
2: laundering. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah.
0: Heard it here first, folks. Monday, money laundering. Just kidding.
1: I mean, why else do people buy coins? Drug money. <laughs> royal title to me is like just kind of bizarre. Of the name of the team is Utah Royals, the name of the sponsored company's royal title, but um, it's kind of nice that it's thematic, I guess.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you look at the logo for that company and even the website, because uh, the players are on the website, it it yeah. literally screams. Uh, we needed a sponsorship. So I created a company to sponsor something that I already own.
1: Yeah. I mean, it would be, it would be sweet to see a different um, non Deloitte Hanson company kind of stepping up and sponsoring. But to me, it's also sort of like, well, whatever, like mm-hmm. the kids are yeah. dope. I don't really care where the money's coming from. Mm. one thing that was super fascinating to me is Deloitte Hansen in his, um, like he was speaking for probably 20 minutes or so. Um, <laughs> he said, Vero Buquete and Amy Rodriguez are like top end players and they can't pay them what they're worth. And so they're being sponsored by Soleil Energy to like offset, you know, huh. to, or, to like offset that deficit and pay.
2: Mm.
1: And to me, that sounds like Duley Hansen, who owns the Royals, is are pay- paying players above the salary cap simply by funneling that money through like another business he owns.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. It's Which, really cool. Yeah, it's they, cool. I I think it's it's cool to give you know players what they're worth it. It it is admittedly kinda sketchy, but I think that you know Amy Rodriguez and Vero are definitely worth more than whatever the NWSL Max is.
1: Totally. So I agree with you, like it's awesome that like top female players are being paid more in this league. It does fly in the face of the salary cap and sort of the parity that is meant to exist because of the salary cap. Mm-hmm. Like clearly, Vero and uh, Arod weren't weren't recruited and told like, or probably not like told like, hey, this might happen, we might pay you extra. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would be surprised if that happened, but um, it seems like the idea of allocation money is to pay those players who aren't you know um paid by the national team or canada um like above and beyond the salary cap and that's not what's happening i think i think if i was a different team i would feel like a fan of like let's say the dash i would feel frustrated by that because Mm -hmm. an owner is paying a player more than what they like their quote-unquote league salary Granted, like I'm sure they'll have to do some work for that money, like um show up at events and do, you know, some marketing PR mm-hmm. engagement stuff, but it seems it seems a little strange to me.
2: Yeah. I'm with you. If I were another team, I I would definitely be frustrated. Um, but at the same time, it's just kind of an extension of what he already does with housing, you know, with some of those apartments and complexes that he owns but yeah, yeah I mean I think especially if I were a team like uh, Sky Blue for example that you know is not in a big city and does not have a lot of resources other than you know an awesome GM I would absolutely feel slighted hmm.
1: yeah but are they maxing out their salary anyway
2: <laughs> yeah Mm. but that you know you can go above and beyond yeah and have those sponsorships
1: i mean the the positive here could be like it encourages teams to become more creative with how they pay players thus incentivizing players to you know come to different teams but also making more competition and just better pay in general even if it's sort of off the traditional salary cap books um, to do that.
0: hmm yeah. yeah. I'm sure every team does it. Um, yeah. I heard that Marta, it's not just like, there's a way that... Marta, usually the international bigger stars, there's some way to, like, make sure they're getting, like, compensated properly. So... But Delo Hansen just likes to talk, it seems like.
1: to
0: talk to you. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Alexa thought I was talking to her, and she said something.
1: Oh, good old Alexa. Good old Alexa. Trying her best.
0: <laughs> All right. So what else? I feel like there's been a lot lately.
2: um <laughs> <laughs> um, Please don't edit this out. <laughs>
1: yeah, I probably won't, honestly. Uh,
2: Alexa.
0: Hold on. Okay, she's probably going to think I'm talking to her. All right, so other news today Sarah Buhati and Maro, Maro Zan, Maro Zan are not coming after all. Bum, bum, bum.
1: Womp, womp.
0: Boo. Mm. Are we surprised, guys? No,
1: not at all. Maybe not surprised, but disappointed. Murrow would have been just a huge get. That would have been so cool. Yeah. The thing that's most frustrating to me about this is, you know, they um, now have a multi-year deal in France Mm. versus, okay, we're going to stay through the year and right. see what happens next and maybe the royals would pay um you know a transfer fee but i don't know hmm.
0: yeah um and they never and that's one thing it was reported that they were coming um but they never officially signed with the club so that obviously allowed uh Leon to do what they had to do to make sure they kept those two players there. So, um, especially with the situation with the virus here and yeah, it's it's a bummer for sure, but with everything going on and the season derailed and not, it was kind of like a moment, a matter of time before that announcement was made that they weren't coming. But yeah, like Lucas said, like it, they're basically not coming ever.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. On a related note, do we know if Diallo is coming?
0: I think they were trying to still get her. Last I heard sh- they are expecting her to be here. Right, Lucas?
1: Yeah, that's what Craig said last week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, sweet. They they're working on it. My take was like, we'll see if it happens, but it's not like they they're not saying She's not coming. They haven't ruled that out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's
2: true. Cool, cool.
0: Yeah, so that's that. Um, kind of bummer. Not surprised. Disappointing. Kind of. I don't know. Like Lucas said, it would have been really cool to have Morrow help that midfield. So guess we just have to wait and see. What happens with the current team as it stands? You know? Mm
2: hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Shall we go to listener questions?
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Let's do it. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Luke asks How are we going to score goals? Ride or die with A Rod, King, O'Hara somehow? Obviously, our big goal scorer is out. How are we gonna get those goals?
1: I think it mm. could be kind of close to what we saw during the World Cup last year. Of you know, definitely A Rod is gonna be leaned upon heavily. Um, clearly there's you know there's not Katie Stingle around anymore. Um, but I think there's a good chance we see one of the one of the youngins come on come in and basically take Press's spot if she's not. Um, so she's not playing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I do. I did ask Craig the first time when he was on this show, actually you get, mm-hmm. you listeners might remember this. Mm-hmm. Um, if she was a um, outside back or a winger and he like wouldn't give a firm answer. Um, and part of me would love to see her like really play on the wing Um and get, get in more involved in the attack than what we sometimes have seen from her.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Do you think it's fair to say Zara King uh, is going to get the golden boot? No. No? <laughs> wow. No wow. faith.
2: No faith at all. Shade. I mean, the golden boot for the whole tournament, that's a big ass for a rookie. Why not? I think it's possible.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think that's realistic, but that would be fun. It'd be really
2: cool. It'd be awesome. Don't tell her that when we get her on.
1: That, that we said
2: no, that there's no way she's going to get the golden boot.
1: Uh, you said that. We didn't say that. You said that.
2: <laughs> and I will um, tell her. <laughs> no, I, th- I think goals are going to come from Kelly O'Hara, A-Rod, and maybe Lytle. Mm. Huh. yeah maybe um i don't
0: know i would i think i mean i think la- yeah like last year when press was gone a lot of it was a rod um mm-hmm. and i think she has still so much in her so much to prove so much to show that i think it's gonna be her again leading the attack she's you know yeah i think it'll be her that's my story, Now I'm sticking to it.
1: Yeah, I um, yeah, I, I mean Ratcliffe will probably see minutes. Um, I'm trying to think who else um is likely to pe- play. Ship could could uh, have an impact. Um, Race it mm-hmm. could. Um, mm-hmm. Weber should probably. I mean, she played sort of in Killer Harris spot for kind of that into the season after she got after Kelly got injured uh with that friendly. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I I think press is a huge irreplaceable loss in this league. Um if she's out for the season. But I don't think it's insurmountable. What is hard is a lot of the Fords, and there are kind of a lot, um, that the team does have are young and untested in the league. hmm hmm
0: yeah
1: super curious how um like how training is going who's standing out really really wish i could you know socially distance and attend a training because mm-hmm. um that would be fascinating yeah
2: it'd be fascinating and you know that's a great point because with harvey it was a sort of standard that like okay it's going to be a 4-3-3 and katie stengel might do this weird kind of 10 thing but we know nothing of how craig harrington's gonna line up we know that he says that he wants to coach a team that he would enjoy watching play and so it's gonna be a very attacking minded team which is huge i think especially because you know last year and the year before there were points where you were just kind of boring to watch but there's a huge sense of unpredictability and i think in terms of how we line up is there going to be a formation change who's going to do what it's it's very very exciting
1: yeah i feel yeah. nervous for it but also pretty stoked to see like whatever this team is going to look like
2: mhm
0: mhm for sure so yeah so that'll be cool to see what happens like virtual said we have no idea what a Craig Harrington starting eleven, you know what it is. So it'd be cool. um Cat asks, "What came first, the kit design or the sponsor? Because it's the <laughs> me thing that seems like it doesn't belong." It's mine and love, by the way. Yeah, that I I feel like I heard
2: something about changing sponsors, but mm-hmm. I never. It was the kit design. The design for this kit has been around for, or at least the rough design has been around for probably six months at least.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, designing kits is not a fast process, like production time, like the first Uh Royals kit, you know, that, that away was the first one we saw that was basically a white t-shirt with two buttons or something. Um, Mm -hmm. Like they were all able to push that through quickly but um like the original home kits didn't you know had basically iron on patches they weren't like the sewn on patches um yeah. it, it's it's a process to get real kits made in production by you know Nike or Adidas or whoever it is um mm-hmm. i think we kind of covered this but i feel like Royal Title was specifically formed around this Soleil energy is a Deloitte company, from my understanding, but um, you know, wasn't formed for the uh, for the purpose of being a kit sponsor. Where it seems like Royal inter- Royal title kind of was. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. So there you go. All right, um, Marcus from the Southside Exiles. Are you? That's <laughs> that's his whole thing. That's his whole name. I forgot. Um, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> uh sorry oh. I, this
1: is not what he said this is me paraphrasing uh. in the notes so marcus, um,
0: like, where's the question
1: marcus who, who um started the supporters group the south Side exiles um said that they're they're doing a watch party on july 4th, 4th for the Royals game um it's it it's at 8 p.m at legends pub and grill in salt lake um shoot him a message i think it's probably best at uh, at urfc underscore exiles, um, so they can reserve a spot. Um, give those guys a follow. Uh, I would probably just note too there's a chance that schedule changes. So if you're interested in um, doing like a watch party with people um, at a bar, seems a little risky right now, now thinking about Orlando, <laughs> honestly. Um, but uh, yeah, follow them and to keep up to date with what's happening there, especially if there's a schedule change.
0: Yeah. I don't know if we should be promoting bars right now. Don't go to a bar. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, Cool. And then Melly asks, why would 11 bet each of you for the tournament? What? Lucas? (laughs) You wrote this.
1: Well, I put that for Google Translate. (laughs) The Spanish is below. You speak Spanish? Do you want to?
0: Yeah, let me. me Uh, Yeah, I didn't quite understand
1: it it when it was translated, which is why I love the Spanish too.
0: I'm like, what? Oh, my goodness. No worries. I got it. I got it. All right. Let's see if we can. I will Twitter translate. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, Let me see. Let me get my Spanish.
1: Wait, I thought you spoke Spanish.
0: I do, but I gotta read the tweet, man.
1: It's
0: right there. Oh. It's in the... I see it now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) Have you been drinking tonight, Cindy? Uh, water. (laughs) Um,
0: Um, yeah, why would... Well, she asked about the 11th. So why would the 11th... What do we think on the starting 11? Like, what would we bet on a starting 11? So what would Mm. be... Yeah.
1: Okay. Off the top of my head. Yep. I'm going to say Smith and Bull. Mm -hmm. Because I think... My sense of Craig is he wants to get sort of younger and faster. And I think she fits that description. Um... I think in the back line, we see Corsi um, probably paired with, oh, geez.
2: I think it'd be Elizabeth Ball, but that's just me.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I'm fine saying Ball. One, I think we're going to see a ton of change through the the tournament because of how quickly... Mm -hmm. Maybe Leach. Um, I mean, she's pretty experienced, but she's also new to the league. Um, But yeah, so we'll say Corsi, Ball. I think we see Maimon and um, Bowen as the outside backs because I want to put O'Hara in the attack. How do you guys feel about those outside backs? Or do you think we're going to see Kelly?
2: I think Kelly will be up top.
1: Do you think she'll be... Do you think she could be in the right back? Because she's been left back for the Royals.
2: I would be surprised to see some wing back type stuff. Yeah. So I think she's going to get back on defense. But I think there's going to be a very, very, very high emphasis on pressing high as well. But mm-hmm. I
1: don't know. You think we'd see like a three-five-two where? Sorta. Of. Oh, that could be fun. Mm. I'm just excited about the possibility of switching things up and just a little bit more experimentation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. De- I mean, they definitely have the the players to defensively at least. So yeah. I think because you lost press, you do need O'Hara up there for sure. Uh, but we'll see. Wait and
1: see. <laughs> <That's> our mantra.
0: <laughs> yeah, in case you missed it, Virtue. Our way of getting out of hard questions since is Wayne.
1: Since you've been gone, we're just all we do is wait and see. We don't actually say anything definitive.
2: <laughs> do you guys think that I haven't been listening?
1: No, I'm oh. just kidding. Have
2: you? <laughs> yeah, I've been listening. Aw. Hey,
0: um, <laughs> one person. Just kidding. Um, Oh, sorry, Lucas, were you done?
1: I, I don't know. I, I I feel like I got derailed. I think for sure we'll see. Maybe that's a better place to start mm-hmm. is like Desiree Scott, Amy Rodriguez, um, Vera Bikete, um mm-hmm. are definitely going to be in there. Um mm-hmm. Might see Weber, um, maybe Matheson if she's healthy. I just – that feels like another wild card to me. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Lo will play, like, for sure. I think she fits the style that uh, Craig wants. Probably Gunny, too. I don't know. I feel like now mm-hmm. we have a midfield of a lot of people.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, like, I'm yeah. curious,
1: like, would Bowen play in the midfield because um, – that's where she plays for New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's mostly been a right back for, at least under Harvey.
2: Yeah. I think it's really a situation of, we know that Arod, rod Corsi, Scott, and Kelly O'Hara and Vero are all going to play. And then everything else is just like, we have no idea. Hmm. what's gonna happen at least that's how i feel about it i don't want to speak for y'all but
0: yeah yeah i can see that i can see i think i'm with lucas i think smith will get the starting and then Corsi uh ball she's actually pretty good um i think um oh gosh who am i thinking of yeah, I don't know. I give up. There is a lot of unknown. That's my way to say. Wait and see.
1: Wait and mm-hmm. see. Um, one piece of news that um we kind of forgot uh in the craziness of today is on Thursday the team announced um the signing, so the official signing of Indio Cell College draftees, um Zara King and Kate Delafe uh De La Feva. Um, as well as midfielder um, Marissa uh, Shiva, mm-hmm. um, so we need to note that because that's you know that's know, exciting. Know. It's cool that at least two of the um, uh, draftees were signed, especially those uh-huh. two. They seem like the most exciting of the of the picks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to yeah. see you know some some youth movement around the team.
0: Yeah, I think this would be a good. Whatever happens, tournament wise, I think this would give Craig at least a foundation of a team, Um, and he's worked with in Chicago. He worked a lot with you know players that not they weren't like in the national team radar and weren't that kind of unknown. They were unknowns, and he just comes from a system that knows how to use those younger players. So that's good. I think. You do want to coach like that. And he has experience with that. And he's, you know, how I worked in Chicago. So I think it's exciting for, yeah, I, I, that there's that opportunity, that there's these younger players and they could actually be pretty good, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah. um, One question for you guys. Um, we are talking about, you know, will the tournament continue if there are more positive cases, and I think one in concern is obviously what's going on in Utah right now um, um last I read, and I think this was like a few hours ago was that the uh believe the main doctor or the yeah there's there's just worried that there will be another complete shutdown. Is that what you guys are Can you guys uh-huh.
2: Angela Dunn, the state epidemiologist, says that's that the that's the best route to go or something of that nature, just because we've had a ton of days in a row where we've just set new records. I think one of the days over the weekend, there was like 700 and something cases. Mm-hmm. And I guess um, the concern is obviously cases are important, but as we test more, you know, it becomes a little bit more relevant. But. Uh, yeah. The concern there is with hospital beds and I guess the trajectory that we are on and further increased hospitalizations is that there's a, uh, a worry about overwhelming uh, the health system.
0: Yeah, for sure. So that's definitely not something you want to hear if you know you have a whole league mm-hmm. coming to play in the state. And one of the reasons why Utah was picked was because they seem to be doing a good job managing. Um, but obviously with COVID, what was good a month ago is not true like now, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's something to keep in mind too, is that uh, Utah is one of those states that has seen a higher number of, it's one of those states where their infections are higher than they were a month ago. hmm so, I'm sure that's something the league is following. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, don't go to bars. <laughs> yep. Don't go to bars and get at now.
1: home like normal.
0: <laughs> Just drink your six pack at home. Go to the store, get yourself a six pack, 12 pack, whatever. Drink at home. Don't go to bars.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, make sure it's a fancy craft beer like Lucas drinks.
1: Um, I'm drinking Coors right now, but uh, oh, <laughs> no, I imagine you'd be there. like,
0: I imagine you'd be like a super craft beers kind of guy.
1: I love, love, love a good IPA. Um, I also like a nice lager, especially on a hot summer day. Mm. Yeah. Well,
2: there we go. Yeah,
0: yeah. Don't go to bars. Drink responsibly at home. If you're over 21. Oh, you're putting
1: me in blast right now.
0: (laughs) Hey, remember I drink $5 wine? Remember last episode?
1: I, oh yeah, I do remember that. (laughs) Yeah, I got all pretentious and here I am drinking crappy beer. Exactly.
0: So you can't give me stuff no more. Um, Well, that's all. I don't know. Anything else, guys?
1: Nothing from me.
2: I
0: think that's it. Yeah, well. It was, it was good chatting, good to have three of us, and stay tuned for the NWSL Challenge Cup this Saturday. It starts up between Portland and North Carolina Courage, and then Utah plays on the 27th. Oh, actually, that might change. Never mind. Let's yeah. not. Let's Tuesday
1: not. morning, but who knows what that like? Who that does. schedule has to change <laughs> in some ways.
0: Oh, Yeah. And we didn't talk about how games were mostly like at ten thirty Mountain Time and eight PM Mountain Time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. So That's true. I think they'll keep those times just um, because it's summer. You know, one mid afternoon games. Mm-hmm. Uh. So yeah. So anyway, stay tuned to our sellout box for. I'm sure there'll be plenty of details with rosters dropping, Christian Press's arrival or not um, schedule changes all that fun caver- coverage as the tournaments starting this Saturday
2: hey cool. Cindy yeah i will give you $10 of press plays
0: <laughs> Ooh, deal
2: okay um, mm.
0: you're on okay and if she doesn't I keep $10 that's fine okay great just the bragging rights of incorrect that's true Lucas does she play does she not play
1: no she doesn't play I mean I want her to but I doubt it
0: man how do we convince her just kidding I okay funny story about Kristen Press when there was reported that she wasn't playing I was like oh man that's unfortunate right away I got attacked (laughs) I was like You just bleep 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 (laughs) blah you want her to play, but it's bad. Blue blue. Utah's bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
2: (laughs) And I was
0: like, calm down. What I meant, it's unfortunate that she won't be playing because Utah could really use her. It's totally understandable. And I think I calmed her down, but it was pretty funny.
1: People are passionate about that Kristen press. Ugh, so passionate. Ugh.
0: Anyway, you know, if she does go to LA, we won't have to deal with the press
2: fans again. So it's thank wonderful. God. <laughs> Please edit that, Lucas.
1: Nope.
2: <laughs> no, we're keep it. It's been like six months, and my filter is just not here.
1: I don't think it's- the stands have the stamina to get to. At this point seven, of the podcast. Minute it's 80. <laughs> so those of you true. who did make it, thank you. But I guess if they're willing to look up uh, Venmo transactions, maybe they would find that.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: they will just see how much $5 wine I bought. Um, <laughs> so JK. he has a
1: transaction for like $50 for wine. <laughs> ten bottles. <laughs>
0: it's true jk
2: lol anyway so i got guys we good we good yeah we're good thanks y'all it's been it's been fun yeah
1: we should do this again
2: and not wait six months to do it
1: i would do it about every other week so you're always welcome to join
2: i know i know it it was a joke i will be back i will be back okay all
1: right i'm ending it there bye guys (laughs)
2: Okay, bye. (laughs)